the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch sitting out here at Millburgers on a pretty Sunday afternoon. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It is, isn't it? Not yeah. a cloud in the sky, a little chill in the air. We're, we're wearing jackets, but uh, yeah, no uh, shorts. No shorts today, but it's not too bad. I don't, I don't see a lot of folks out there. In the audience with shorts on, either. No, right? no, not a lot of folks out there with shorts. Uh, most of them, uh, we've got jackets, flannel, a yeah. little bit. Yeah, so, uh, no, look at that, look at that guy out there. Yeah. He's got, there there, he's got shorts on. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, is, there, is there a guy with shorts? Yeah, you can't see him because right. he's, 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 he's at the, at the entrance. Yeah, <laughs> so a man after my own heart. Did anybody count the Christmas trees? No, I'm waiting for Trace to come by because I don't see the sign about the sale. I, I eyeballed about four. Uh-huh. Uh, they were the larger ones, and so I don't know what the, uh, what the... We'll have to get Trace up here to find out what they're selling when for. When did somebody came by and got the big one? Did they? I don't know. I said, I don't wonder. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. I think the big one may still be there. They can cut it in half. You can give it to you and share it with another friend. There you go. Well, there's cut it in quarters. Give it, give one to each part of the family. And the half, the half price uh, poinsettias are still in uh, yeah, good selection. and they're beautiful. Yeah, yeah, they look nice. I got a couple. Oh, did you? Did you? Yeah, I got uh, some folks that have been helping Judy that uh, just oh, to, just to nice. give them a little to- you know a yeah, token. Yeah, that's good. Did you which, which color or is it a surprise? Did you get a white one? Yeah, I was going to say. Or did you get the little rose bloom one? Yeah, we probably shouldn't discuss it. Never mind. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Be a part of the show. I got both. I don't know. No, 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 no. All right. Uh, give us a call and be a part of the show. We would love to hear from you. And uh, we want to hear what's going on in your gardening world. Uh, other ideas could be Christmas uh, ideas that you might have uh, that uh, you want to share or uh, kind of what you plan to do in the new year. We just want to uh, talk to you. And uh, otherwise, come out here and visit with us. If you're having any problems, we can see pictures. You can bring a sample, whatever you want. Well, and uh, tell us, uh, you know, we've talked about a lot of issues. This has been a strange year. That It's generally great for uh Broccoli and the uh, cool weather vegetables, but we had some problem with the uh, lettuce seed coming up for some yeah. reason, which we normally don't have that problem. And then we, of course, <laughs> we. You're, when you say but, we, you're talking about you, right? No, no, we. It was not just not just me. There's a secret 
a group a group that <laughs> that have been communicating it's with your me. neighborhood, right? Yeah. Why well, you know? We had that same. We don't want to call, but we had that same issue. What do you think is wrong? <laughs> um, then, of course, some of us uh, thought we were going to uh, pull off the major coup of the winter when we made it to uh, February with our tomatoes. To uh, uh, Jer- that Jerry said we should have pulled. I told pulled you them. to pull those up <laughs> <laughs> back in I'm gonna, July. I may. Uh, I've got golf balls. I mean, I've got tennis ball size, so I may uh, harvest at least a few for uh, green tomatoes. Yeah, that and uh, there's your that, fried green tomatoes that somebody wanted. Yeah, remember they are uh, they they are physiologically mature at smaller sizes. Oh, went this way in the yeah, fall. In yeah. the fall, so uh, you don't have to wait for them to get great yeah. big. And the way you tell is uh, you cut through them, cut cut through them sideways, and uh, see if the the gel, see if that gel has developed around the the Let's seed. See. Now, when the uh, leaves are all brown, that indicates that they're they're not going to do any more. Growing. No. Uh, <laughs> I would say when the leaves all brown, uh, it's pretty well over. Well, and then we, I think a lot of, uh, well, I think some gardeners were kind of caught unawares like I did. Luckily, I covered my uh, Mexican limes and yeah. uh, uh, lemons, but I still got some foliage damage uh, at the at the peak of the plants. And we want you want to be, you know, I really like plankets, but. You don't want to overestimate how much cold uh, right, right. coverage Four they have. Four to five degrees. Yeah, they uh, they work they they work really well if you have a, a blanket inside. Oh yeah. But uh, if you're relying on them for the entire thing, of course, as Jerry and I have brought this up all the time, it depends on the length of the cold, how long the cold was there. Right. And then two two days of it. Even when you had some warm weather in between, it's yeah. uh, still a, a bit of a threat. You talk about that. Uh, I, I keep thinking back to uh, uh, we used to have fall fall tomatoes out at Versta Farms out at Von Army. And, uh, of course, uh, us wanted to experiment with them uh, all the time. I, I said, we're going to beat this uh, early frost prediction. And uh, we're gonna when the tomatoes get to be a certain, uh, I think it said, ten percent of them were turning red, uh, uh, green wrap, mm-hmm. or you know they were mature, physiologically mature but not red. We could spray them with a, an ethereal or ethylene product, and and cause them to turn red on the vine. And uh, but it it damages the vine. It damages the plant a little bit. And so, sure enough, uh, we sprayed them when the 10% got turned red. And the farmer was very upset that we burnt the, burnt the foliage, plants up. But I said, they're getting ready to turn red. They never turn red. <laughs> and the interesting thing about it is those. this was in uh, November. And the interesting thing about it is 
we had warm weather after that first oh. cold, and the plants grew back. <laughs> oh, yeah, they grew even those back. those in your experiment. Yeah, huh? they grew yeah. back and, and started blooming and oh. carried on everything. Of course, they didn't mature any fruit. Uh-huh. So that's that's the way we find out things. The experimental, poor, poor versus. Uh, we did a lot of uh, uh, experimenting with them. And they were, they were very kind to us. Yeah, they've been wonderful. Yeah. The uh, well, one of our yeah. other experiments, you know, Mike, uh, calendula and uh, blue bonnet uh, experiment out there. In yeah. The, the irises. Um, <laughs> well, yesterday, yesterday when I got back, you know, I had a new bottle of uh, of uh, liquid fans. Yeah. So I went out there. And uh, two of the uh, three three of the calendulas were pulled out, and one was eaten completely. Okay, uh, they hadn't touched the blue bonnets. All right, yay! But I uh, <laughs> so I, I watered, replanted, uh, and uh, give another a real generous spray of liquid fence. Yeah, I you can't. Uh, I'm I'm having suspicions that the. At least in my neighborhood, calendula is not deer-proof. But, no. <laughs> uh, That's it, a pretty good indication, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. But we'll give it a little more time if, uh, you know, if they, of course, uh, you know, your, your ex- expectation is now they'll eat all of them eventually. Yeah. Uh, they don't, it's not their favorite or they would have picked them up. Or maybe the liquid fence is, is uh, keeping them a little ways away. So yeah. we'll, we'll keep reporting it. <laughs> good. I'm glad they didn't fool with the blue bonnets. <laughs> well, part of it is that the blue bonnets are relatively hard to find. Yeah, in, they're small. Ro- yeah, rosetting. Uh, and, and this is not, uh, com- it's got a lot of irises in there, and it's not completely uh, weed-free. And yeah. Uh, little gra- and there's gra- grasses in there, too. So Yeah. Uh, what Kevin's talking about, uh, we've got... Uh, Still and still got a supply. I, I looked at them when I walked in, of the red, white, and blue blue bonnets uh, that we developed over the years, and um, uh, we've got transplants. First time ever we've had all three colors of transplants available to the to the public. And uh, Trace was saying yesterday that some lady some person came by and brought a whole flat so they're going to have a good display uh now that you you still got plenty of time to plant them but after these plants are gone there's not going to be any more replacements of the of the red white and blue blue bonnet and so uh we're encouraging everybody to try try to plant some and uh, to encourage them, uh, we've decided that I will go out and take pictures of your planting. Yeah, if you you want them to send you a little picture first, or we'll figure out we'll figure out how we're doing this as we get closer. Yeah, and uh, the uh, yeah, it, may, it does make a difference. You probably not too interested in going out there if you can't even see them. Right, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we've got on plantanswers.com. If you want to see what can be done with the design, we've got the uh, first Texas flag planted. 
uh, we've got a, the video of it uh, on uh, plantanswers.com, second listing under in, in red on the front page. And uh, uh, yesterday, Milton asked me uh, uh, when that was done, when, when we actually planted that. And it was 2003. Oh, gracious. Wow. And uh, that's exactly 20 years after we had the original idea to get the huh. red, white, and blue blue one. And uh, so you can lo- look at that video and enjoy it. And you can also read uh, Tracy Lehman's uh, wonderful article on, uh, on the flag that she wrote when she was... Uh, uh, editor of the San Antonio Law Express. Stop News. it. <laughs> yeah, we're getting a little little feedback. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so you can see what, what designs you can kind of make. And like, like we were talking about yesterday, the, the neat thing about the planting red, white, and blue, blue monitors together is that, uh, and letting them go to seed, letting them produce seed, is they will be cross-pollinated, and you'll get some unusual colors. Yeah, if you got some uh, kids at, uh, oh, the science uh, yeah. at the level, you know, mid-school level, that would be kind of fun for them to watch. It's fun to watch them bloom the red, white, and blue. Yeah. But then it's also fun that next year to see that variation. Sure, they come up. And you can... You don't have to get making a real elaborate display. No, Even no. three rows, one row red, white, and blue there yeah. will make quite a show and be real interesting. That, uh, the, um, uh, oh, Lord. <laughs> the, uh, the, the neat thing about it is, like I said, those unusual colors. Every, every, every spring, we, we planted them at, uh, on the Murby farm down at La Prior, uh, acres of them. And uh, every year, the same time, Mr. Murby, Walter Murby, uh, would, he's passed away now, but uh, he would call me and say, you better get out here. There's some colors out here that uh, <laughs> Lady Bird would go crazy. So uh, he, he got all excited about the different colors that he could Impossible. find. Positive excited? Yeah. Now... The deal is, <laughs> when you plant red, white, and blue, <laughs> yeah, you go well. You obviously you're gonna get blues with blues, but uh, even in the reds and the whites, you're gonna have some blues coming. That's right. We need the, the, we yeah. talk about the so the reds, got, reds. Yeah. You and I we swept out the back <laughs> of your truck with the the old red seed. Yeah, and after four years, they were dominant of blues again. Yeah. Even though they the, want to go back blue, yeah. uh, hey. but you need to remove a rogue, a pull up, yeah, and destroy ah. the uh, <laughs> the blues in your, or it's going to mess up your uh, red and white. Okay, this so sounds you, so violent. Yank them out. Man. Yank them out and humiliate them before you yank them out. <laughs> Mark Peterson is up here on the there porch you with go. us. Yeah, he's, he's, got he's visiting. He's all dressed up. Look at yeah. him like that. Oh, here we go. Maybe he's still, still uh, 
Just got home from the tavern. I spent a bit. No, that's your story. You know, no, no, no. That's, that's right. Look at look at how old he looks. Uh, so depressing in, during the month of December. What? Ah, it's Christmas. Uh, no, well, I'm, I'm abiding by my doctor. <laughs> hey, okay. so thank you for because uh, uh, I had asked you to promote the citrus, and you did an excellent job yesterday promoting them. So thank you, sir. The citrus. Now, do yeah. you do you want to clarify what Why, the tradition was? Because the... they were like, no. no Mark uh, Peterson told us it was a tradition. I it, can't it, remember what he said. So back in Victorian <laughs> times, oh, uh, for Christmas, it was considered the height of good giving to give a bright orange citrus, which were extremely rare, like the pineapple. Same. Oh, thing. okay. Pineapple and oranges were given during Christmas because that was considered such a high value gift. So you, it was. Really endearing. Yeah, okay. you, had, you had to have. They had to have. Uh, what do they call them? Citru- uh, well, they had the, the what's called uh, an orangery or orangery. solarium. Orangery. Yeah, that's what I was talking uh, about. Well, we've gotten at least two gifts of uh, Mary. Yeah, Mary brought absolutely. us some wonderful satsumas. Yeah, that's true. And, then, and, fr- and Frank, Frank, Frank brought yeah. us yeah. Uh, so, yeah, a tub of oranges. So uh, I talked to Trace yesterday, and uh, he said. The Arctic Frost and Orange Frost. We're coming in a little bit later. But right. we have the old Miho Satsuma and the Awari Satsuma over here. Very so good. They're still, the, they're still very good. I don't, very good. I don't know if they're still over there. Yesterday, they well, were. Well, good. Everybody was carrying five or six at a yeah. time. You were, you were over there looking. Were there grapefruits left? Too? Yes. Yes. So the grapefruits are on the far end over here to the left. Uh, good radio. Bloom yeah, says. <laughs> well, it's okay. Look, look to your left. Do you see them? No, no, no. A little bit further. There they are. Okay. There you go. Uh, several different varieties, uh, including the Bloods and other ones. And then we have uh, some Mandarin or Satsuma. They're under two different labels. Make sure those are the ones you get. And then uh, some uh, lemons and some limes. Oh, good. Oh, so. Uh, all the varieties over here. So they had mandarins and satsumas on the on, same under different lab. No, no, no. On different lab. Uh, different plants had different labels. But I'm telling the folks, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry about anything. He's wiping his hand. Just, just, I'm, I'm, I'm wiping my hand for yeah. the folks who can't. Well, that, that explains. So you just go satsuma or mandarin. Why? Because you, you said it correctly yesterday. What's that? Well, that's <laughs> Calvin had said mandarin. And or satsuma, and you said you said well, it's a mandarin. Yeah, or mandarin is a satsuma. Right, right. So. That explains too that we we had a couple of folks who obviously had been reading the labels there. Uh, <laughs> they're going to show their uh, their knowledge, and they were talking about mandarins versus satsumas. No. And yeah, it, based on label uh, information they got. Judy and Saul's our citrus specialist in the valley, Rio Grande Valley. He retired now. Uh, used to say, uh, "You say uh, that a lot, all, Jerry." All, <laughs> yeah, uh, all uh, all tangerines are mandarins, but all mandarin mandarins are not tangerines. Yes. That's what. That's the way to say it. So it doesn't. Yeah. Well, well, either they're retired or they. They've passed on. That's where they're getting to. <laughs> That's what all the friends of Jerry's. There you <laughs> go. That's true. Cool. All right. You want to hang with us a sec? we got to take a quick break. 
No, I gotta go. I got. I, okay. I got my Christmas gifts. Okay. Um, it you're, was great. You're I found what I needed. You're just getting your Christmas gifts now. Isn't Christmas this is the last week? Uh, oh, actually, it's a combo. I don't dare say anything either because I'm in uh, the same boat. Uh, I, right. Maybe a few cards left for local people, but that's there it. You go. I'm all done. Yeah, because we have you haven't got our cards yet. I know, or at least we haven't found them. <laughs> okay. On that note, oh, we'll okay. let you stop. Okay, we'll try to help you here. Thanks for dropping by. We're have going to take a quick Christmas. break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and others right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. All right, I've got an idea for you. If your Christmas list includes a gardener that's hard to shop for or even that's easy to shop for, I've got a gift idea for you. That's a gift card to Millburgers Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. And here's why I like the idea of the gift cards so much. Because there's lots of things that they can choose from. Maybe they've got a plan that they're trying to build. Maybe they're trying to do a butterfly garden. Well, you don't know what they want to get, so get them a gift card and let them choose what they want. Another great thing is that there's lots of things that are in stock at different parts of the season. With a Millburgers gift card, they get to come in when they want and get what they want. So go over to Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road and get that hard-to-shop-for-a-gardener a gift card from Millburgers. You'll find lots of stuff to choose from, too, at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road, your place to get that gardener in your life a great Christmas gift. Millburgers Landscape Nursery. 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Good morning, Riff. Morning, Ralph. Can you believe we've been clocking in this place for a whole week now? Tell me about it. Work, work, work. But a squirrel must do what a squirrel must do, right? <laughs> yes, quite. But I cannot labor and exert energy within these subpar conditions. How is a squirrel supposed to run around, chew on stuff, and make acorn tea in this attic when all those humans are down there making absurd amounts of noise? It's preposterous. Don't you mean nuts? <laughs> Look down there. Who is the missus talking to at the door? Oh, no, it's that chap that closed down our previous operation. Crittery Victor. Crittery Victor excels at all types of rodent removal because that's all they do. Unlike pest control companies, Crittery Victor specializes in humane animal control and exclusion, which means your unwanted critters ain't getting back in. So whether you have possums, rats, mice, skunks. Cheerio, Raph, and I don't mean honey nut. And yes, even squirrels. Call Crittery Victor at 210-906-8910 for your home or office. 906-8910. Welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, wishing you a very Merry Christmas. If we 
I don't get to visit with you or if you have to leave the show, we want to make sure we do that for you. Also, want to talk to you about deck and patio care. This Christmas Day is supposed to be beautiful, uh, sunny and about 72. That's uh, The nice thing about San Antonio is you get to spend lots of time outside, especially if you've got a deck or patio. Now, here's the dealio. If that deck or patio is not looking the way you wanted it to or you just want to have a way to keep it looking nice, give Barry Hagendorf of San Antonio a call at 210-822-9147. His company is Deck and Patio Care, and he's been doing this since 1985. It won't take but a few minutes of talking with Barry uh, before you realize, and that's who you'll talk with when you call. You'll either talk to he or his wife, and uh, you'll uh, you'll be... Um Realize very quickly that Barry is very, very passionate about what he does. This is, this has been a study for him, a science, uh, and he, he loves helping people. In fact, uh, he's done. Uh, when we used to do the show together on uh, the station, when it was a music station, you could just listen to Barry talk about uh, the different stains and the different elements and why one was good and one was bad and how uh, deeply it penetrated and this history of going back to World War II. I mean, it was fascinating. <laughs> so that being said, you don't have to get that deep into it. Just know that Barry knows what he's talking about. So give him a call, and he really, as he says, that deck really can look new again, or he can keep it looking new. Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf, 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147. Online, you'll find out everything you need to know at deckandpatiocare.com. Was he in World War II? No. Oh. You said going back to World War II. No, no, no. So there are stains <laughs> and uh, things that were developed oh, in, World War II? in Europe after the war. Well, you think uh, you could bleach them or something. To get uh, <laughs> oh, you're not talking about his work pants. And- no, no. <laughs> you're confu- oh, you're, 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 yeah, you're, you're thinking too deep. No, so when they had to use... I well, we're gardeners, and we get stains on our knees. You okay, know. so, all right. Well, you'll, you, since, you, <laughs> since you garden and you are familiar with trees, you're therefore familiar with wood. So when they were rebuilding Europe, uh, they had a lot of wood that was being uh, recycled, reused, and they had chemicals and stuff. They were using the stains and penetrators. And Barry can explain this much better because uh, a lot of people are now going, oh, wow. <laughs> um, but that gave the wood strength. Uh, and so, uh, wow. yeah, it really was interesting. Cause they you, were, you learned something from that show, man. I did, because yeah. that was fascinating. I'm impressed. How long, how long were you there? <laughs> well, Does back, it compare to the 20 years? Back been when K-Loop had music. <laughs> yeah. I've learned things on this show. <laughs> uh, two things. Both those things I'll be happy, happy to share with you well, in, there, in the next year. <laughs> there, are, there are, in fact, uh, uh, folks, I think companies that make livings... Uh, Resurrecting and finding old wood. And, yeah. 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 Absolutely. And making some making new wood look like old wood. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what, uh, well, oh, making new look like old? Yeah. yeah it Bill, makes old look like new. Yeah. Bill McReynolds used to uh, go to get old logs. Uh, yeah. Like from old log houses. Uh-huh. And I know some people in Tennessee that do that. Huh. In fact, they, uh, they, uh, uh, there's a companies in Tennessee that sell old lumber. They're, they tear they tear down these old deserted uh, houses. Yeah, and they and they use they fix they use the lumber in new houses. And okay, barns. Too yeah, are a yeah, barn, barn. Barns yeah. are a good source. Well, and that that was sort of in in the reconstruction of yeah, Europe, as, as I understand it. 
that these were the things that helped them to use the wood that had been uh, that they had yeah. to, to rebuild. All right, so anyway, you can call Barry and learn more. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We talked about the uh, poinsettias that were still on sale, but I have a question about another thing that's on sale. Is the uh, So as you look over there, Calvin, if you look on the left-hand side of your radio, you'll see um, the primula. Is that what you talk about, the yeah, primrose? primrose, primula. Okay. Is that the one that sort of looks like a little bit like an African violet? Yeah. Uh, dark green foliage, but yeah. a bright purple and yellow flower? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. That is, that's the colors I described, like uh, show you know, clowns yeah. in the cir- clowns in the circus use that waxy yeah. mm-hmm. color, and uh, that—that's the colors they have. And it, it grows like a pansy, but the leaves are stiff and crinkly. It's really an interesting plant, and uh, does really well. It's loved this weather, just like the. Uh, yeah. Cyclamen has. Do I remember you telling me too that that one would be a good house plant or a good uh, hospital gift type thing? I don't know about well, that one. About cyclamen. Yeah, cyclamen yeah. definitely is. Okay. I don't. I haven't seen primula used that way. Oh, okay. But primula, I think has more, more. Probably has more versatility outside. If the weather is not perfect like it's been, uh, it's much. It's easier to keep the. Uh, Primula blooming no. than it is a cyclamen. I think a couple of years ago we oh, is that we, right? we did okay. that. Yeah, Trace and I were talking about how much you know if this if you had uh, you wanted to plant more of the primula because it was doing so well. Do you use snail and slug bait around the uh, uh, absolutely pill bugger yeah. bugs? Absolutely. Well, you do not necessarily for pill bugs, but I do for. Slugs and snails. You never uh, mentioned that, Calvin. That's a big deal, isn't it? Yeah, I mentioned it in all my articles. Oh. <laughs> now, this year... Because once they eat a hole in there, this, this you got holy leaves for the yeah. rest of the year. This year, it's just like the uh, cabbage loopers, though. There's just not been... Yeah. There hasn't been much action. But what Jerry and I are talking about is... Uh, um, the primula, one of the, that's one of the slug and snail and pill bug favorite plants uh, and they're flat growing and they're kind of succulent uh, yeah, so they will the snails quite often will find a way into the container even. yeah so it's good a good idea to every at least every couple of weeks to refresh the area around the plants with uh, slug and snail bait I think they've got some organic baits mm-hmm. like that with that uh, has a uh, uh, Organic control. Yeah, uh, or you can use the old, the old-fashioned ones too. They work. Yeah, work fine. People, people worry about. They said, "Are we killing these bugs? Or are we attracting them? Because they, 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 they don't see any. Put the baits down, and the ground is covered with the dead, yeah. dead bodies. Yeah. So That's what uh, I, I thought. I thought you were saying that. That you uh, nobody sees any action, but yeah. that's right. If you put slug and snail bait down, oh yeah. And another pretty exciting thing is if you uh, put uh, those uh, beer traps. You know those. Uh-huh. You, you sink those cups halfway. Uh, well, you sink them level with the ground, and then you fill them halfway with beer. And boy, they fill up. Fast. Do they? Yeah, I've never ever done that, really. You swear that there can't be that many slugs and snails. Of course, pill bugs do a, 
a dive in there too. I bet Calvin, when he was a, a, a little boy, no. he would take joy in putting salt on the uh, slugs. I don't know. And, no. and, and dissolving like so. them. I did not discover <laughs> the, didn't discover that until <laughs> middle age. Oh, okay. And uh, <laughs> I was showing, I think I've told this story, but I was showing uh, some of the neighbor kids Uh-oh. how cool it was. Oh, Lord. You know, and they, they all the slugs, will all, they'll just start shaking and then they'll dissolve. And, but... Their mother didn't appreciate it. Uh, uh, yeah. They had hilarious. dreams for the yeah, next yeah. bad dreams about <laughs> the, crink, the wiggling slugs. Making memories, as I yes. say. Mm. Gardening, gardening <laughs> instruction is what I call it. <laughs> I woke up, I woke up, this is sad, what I think about at night. Well, uh, I was thinking about my card, uh, Christmas card that I got from Bert out of uh, uh-huh. Manchester, Michigan, and uh, and I was thinking that he said he said he put the seed, the Crawford lettuce seed that we sent him, in a in a in a window, in a window. Of course, in Michigan, it's a little cold up there. Said uh, he said I took ten seeds out of every bag and put them in rows on wet kitchen paper towel in a plastic container and put that in a Ziploc bag in the window uh, sill at sixty-seven degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, and the picture he sent me a picture which shows results after six days. I got to thinking. If he did, if he put them on that plastic, uh, if he put them on that, uh, in that, uh, on kitchen paper towel and put that towel over the top, you know, a lot of people put them within the towel. They wouldn't, he put, he put them in the right place to get those red, red, uh, sun rays. The red uh, wavelength of light is necessary uh, to make that seed sprout. Well, he he must have done everything right because his picture shows a, a bunch of seeds sprouting. And he did not come up with any kind of official no dis, uh, disagreement with you that, right. that they needed that they could. They need light. Yeah. They need that red wavelength of light to. I knew I was going to get something out of my college education. We did an experiment <laughs> with that uh, in laboratory. In laboratory, in, uh, I guess it was plant physiology or something, and uh, showing that if they didn't get the red wet, red link, little it. did I know. Forty years later, fifty years later. Well, maybe on his tombstone, we'll, <laughs> well, maybe we'll put the Bert's de- uh, demonstration <laughs> photo there, or. <laughs> Or the famous for the Crawford lettuce. <laughs> no, no. And we I, could just plant Crawford lettuce. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's yeah. good. <laughs> they probably wouldn't let it go to seed in the film. But, oh. but uh, yeah, uh, they, they're that way, you know. Yeah. But uh, that red way. Uh, I, I think I told y'all yesterday the uh, the new owner of a Texas Gardener magazine uh, sent me an email. And want some seed. 
uh, Crawford lettuce. Uh, he called them an heirloom seed. So I forwarded that uh, to David Rodriguez, who is now the holder of all the Crawford lettuce seeds. And uh, I imagine he's going to send him out some on tomorrow. Cool. So, but anyway, obviously, Bert uh, made sure they got plenty of light. And that's important for all those that. In fact, I'm thinking Calvin may have accidentally covered them. No. That's all of that it can explain. I, I was just wondering about what Bert's next step is. <laughs> uh, I mean, is, do we have any kind of evidence as what they'll do? When they get planted in the snow and the, <laughs> the freezing soil. Yeah, well, we're going to find out. <laughs> I'm mainly going to pl- uh, step them up to a container, slaughter container. They stay pretty well. If you grow, grow them in the house uh, where they can see light, uh, they'll they'll get pretty big. I mean, they'll get edible size leaf lettuce. Huh. So uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to hold them. All the way till uh, spring up there, which is May or June in in Michigan. Yeah. Before he could plant them out. No, I think he could probably plant them in April. But I, it'll be, it'll be, he'll have to find a lot of good uh, sun location. You know what that? Yeah. That sun moving around in that that winter sky. It's sometimes tough to get enough light. Yeah. And remember, we still have seed available here at Millburger. Yeah. Nursery, the only nursery in town that's given the seed away, mm-hmm. except for the uh, maroon. Yeah, those are for sale. The maroon blue bottom. Maroon, not, not not blue poppies. Uh, poppies. Yeah, maroon poppies. Hey, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. When we come back, we hope to talk to Kyle over there at Wild Birds Unlimited. Uh, we'll find out what's going on over there. Let Calvin and he talk about uh, what's happening in the birding world. So we'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. I'm Milton Glick. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. All right, I've got an idea for you. If your Christmas list includes a gardener that's hard to shop for or even that's easy to shop for, I've got a gift idea for you. That's a gift card to Millburgers Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. And here's why I like the idea of the gift card so much. Because there's lots of things that they can choose from. Maybe they've got a plan that they're trying to build. Maybe they're trying to do a butterfly garden. Well, you don't know what they want to get, so get them a gift card and let them choose what they want. Another great thing is that there's lots of things that are in stock at different parts of the season. With a Millburgers gift card, they get to come in when they want and get what they want. So go over to Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road and get that hard-to-shop-for gardener a gift card from Millburgers. You'll find lots of stuff to choose from, too, at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road, your place to get that gardener in your life a great Christmas gift. Millburgers Landscape Nursery. 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. 
The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch on the porch here at Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, talking gardening with you, and also talking with uh, Kyle over there at uh, Wild Birds Unlimited. Kyle's the new owner at the location at Northwest Military and Hebner Road. Kyle, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you gentlemen doing? We're doing just fine, thank you for asking. So Calvin had some questions yesterday, so we wanted to uh, uh, tap into what's happened in your experience there and see if these are, are what you're finding out too. Calvin? Yeah, Kyle, we, you know, I, one of the main birds at my feeders are the house finches usually, and this winter there's very few around, and I was wondering if that's, just a localized kind of situation, or if you've gotten reports there, I know you at the store, you uh, you get all kinds of uh, reports from folks uh, when they're coming in and, and refilling their feed needs, and I was wondering if anybody else is uh, faced with that thing. Another thing that I notice is when the house finches are not in large numbers, a lot, a lot less of the safflower seed gets eaten. So, have you got any kind of uh, indication or reports like that? You know, it, it's interesting because I, a lot of our customers, you're right, when they do come in the door to get the uh, bird seed to fill their feeders, they, they they typically give us a report every time of, of what they're seeing. And uh, finches in general have been a little bit sparse at the feeders, not just the house finches, but the lesser goldfinches have been a little bit sparse at the feeders. I've been seeing them more at mine within the last few weeks. Mine left entirely uh, like around the end of uh, September, and I didn't see them come back until the beginning of November, middle of November, but now they're back in force at my feeders, and I think uh, it's largely due to the abundance of natural food that's out there. You know, we, we we think that the birds are relying solely on us to feed them, but if there's natural food, uh, that, that's going to be their preference, and that's always what they're going to go to. So, um, in the area of town where I live, I've got a I've got a ton of house benches. Um, I've had a lot of females at my seed tube lately, uh, and then the lesser goldfinches are on my my Niger, my my uh, thistle feeder, but. Um, uh, yeah, I, it's a, I, I do hear customers uh, asking uh, what's going on with the finches, and I think, you know, we had so much rain in June in the early part of the summer, that's, it just created an abundance of natural food out there. Well, we were, we were debating that because, we, you know, we had the rain early in the year, but then we had, uh, we had that dry, record hot weather. And so, yep. like my neighborhood... Uh, there was no, there was no, if you didn't water your lawn, you had nothing green right. in there. So, uh, yeah. so it looked to me like, uh, you know, there was a question of whether there was a lot of natural feed. Of course, they could have, they could have moved, uh, they, you know, they could have moved into uh, an area that had more, uh, more cover or more moisture or more, or soil, actual yeah. soil and things yeah. too. So yeah, yeah. All, all it would take and, was be a. Uh, a few, few blocks or a mile or two to move, and then you wouldn't see them. Talking yeah, to Kyle Odom with Wild Birds Unlimited on Hebner and Northwest Military. Uh, Kyle is the new owner, and just kind of talking to him a little bit about what's happening out in the uh, the world of nature. What else is exciting uh, 
Anything, any other kind of reports that uh, you can bring us up to power on? Yeah, well, you know, a, a lot of our customers, and, and I've been doing this too, I've been uh, feeding a lot of uh, uh, foods, seed blends that have uh, high fat content, like nuts and suet bits and things like that. It's interesting suet? to watch. This, this time of year, it's interesting to watch the jays, the woodpeckers. I've had a couple of little downy woodpeckers at my feeder, which is unusual, but what they're doing is they're they're looking for little nuggets that are high in fat and protein so that they can cash them for later in the winter. They're, they, you know, if you watch a jay, they'll, they'll pull up to a peanut feeder and just uh, load up, load up their craw on peanuts until their, you know, their throat looks like it's puffed out. And then they fly off and they hide those peanuts under, you know, tree bark or, or in a potted plant. Or we even had a, a customer come in and say he had a woodpecker that was hiding little peanuts under uh, a loose shingle on the eaves of his house. Uh, so obviously that's not something you particularly want to see, but it's interesting behavior because they, you know, they hide these little things around for later in the winter when they can come back and find them. So that's, it's kind of fun to watch the birds be, you know, yeah, you know that, like that. That reminds us too, uh, a couple of years ago, Jerry Milton and I uh, were feeding suet. Uh-huh. And the thing we noticed it, it uh, brought in the, some of the species that we didn't normally see at feeders, you know, like kinglets and wrens mm-hmm. and uh, oh, a, lot, a lot of the woodpeckers. Of course, woodpeckers will eat seed or the suet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the, the, your store got me into uh, interested in that uh, suet that was uh, pepper-flavored because the birds... Uh, just ate it like it was regular suet, and and of course it uh, discouraged the squirrels. So that I saw that as yeah. desirable. Yeah, absolutely, and that's that's something, especially if if somebody is starting off eating in their backyard. In fact, I had a gentleman in here yesterday, and he was buying some gifts for his parents and his in-laws, and um, he was getting suet feeders for them, and we went directly to the the hot pepper suet because they they have not been feeding in their backyard so he was getting them involved in the hobby and if you're putting suet out for the first time you know you don't know if you got squirrel issues until you try it for the first time so it's always a safe bet to put that hot pepper suet out there because yeah the squirrels they have the taste buds and they can pick up on that and if they come close to that they they get a whiff of that that capsaicin that's in the pepper, and they're going to stay away from it. They may they may not even try to take a bite. Mm-hmm. Well, great. Hey, so this is the kind of thing you could you guys we've been emphasizing throughout the season uh, that people come by and they kind of develop a relationship with you. I've told people if they've if they they're not new. Uh, to your store, Wild Birds Unlimited and Hebner and Northwest Military, they know this, or they're probably one of the f- people that that uh, that comes in and talks to you once a month, once a week. Uh, but if they are new, they'll they'll notice that people come in all the time, and they're they'll bring pictures, they'll talk about what's happening, or the challenges that they're having, or the successes they've had. So it really is a nice relationship uh, business. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a lot of fun, and you know we get. We get uh, situations where we have a, a customer at the counter. We're talking to them about issues they're having with uh, grackles or starlings, how to solve those problems. And then another customer will overhear the conversation, and they'll chime in. And before you know it, we got five or six people at the counter all talking about this 
this mm-hmm. uh, backyard bird feeding hobby that we enjoy so much, and it's really it gets you know kind of energetic for a bunch of yeah you know, talking about birds. <laughs> so from novice to uh, expert, you guys at Wild Birds Unlimited can help somebody find uh, a, a great gift, or just uh, maybe they've got a they've got a, a dream that they want to do for their yard where they're attracting more wildlife. Uh, you guys can help them, right? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. What the, what? the gentleman yesterday put together a, a pole system for his backyard. You know, we have the the, the uh, advanced pole systems. You can do a simple little setup to hang one feeder, or this, this fellow wanted to hang a, a finch feeder, a tube feeder, and a waterer in his backyard bird feeding station. So we got that set up, and I drove over to his house and helped him put that in the ground, and he's, he's good to go. Good. Good deal. All right. So what what are popular Christmas gifts this year? Oh man, we've been selling a lot a lot of, of feeders. That's been we've okay. had a spike in bird feeders. It, you know, as simple as a little suet cage with a couple of cakes of suet. That makes a really nice neighbor gift. Uh, we've got mm. some hot pepper treated stocking stuffer. It's come, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, definitely, we've got the hot pepper uh, seed wreaths. They come in a little box. Uh, they got uh, all the, the little hanger to hang them in the tree. Uh, real decorative, again, something really nice to walk next door and give to your neighbor or somebody that you work with, things like that. Um, I, I really candles, like those. wind chimes. Yeah. I, li- I really like those feeders that have the weight-sensitive perches. What uh, are you, so that, you, that catches doves, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> what, are you, what are your hours through the holiday? And then I have, a, I have a one more weird question to ask you, Kyle. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. All right, all right, all right. There's no weird questions. Um, uh, like you haven't heard of many. Yeah, of you haven't heard my questions yet. <laughs> yeah, um, we're open from uh, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday. And okay. today, Sunday, Sunday, we're open uh, 12 to 4 o'clock. So we're here until 4 o'clock. I'm here later than that. So um, uh, I, I've been staying late. I've been getting here early. And if somebody shows up, I'm here and I can help them out. Cool. And Christmas Eve? Christmas Eve, I am open full day until 6 o'clock. Okay. All right. That's Wild Birds Unlimited, uh, Hebner Road at Northwest Military. You're familiar with it right there. And uh, the number to call, 210-497-2473. Easy to remember, 210-497-BIRD. And, okay, here's my weird question. So you're not too far from where I keep seeing this. I keep seeing a huge hawk-sized black bird. And we're debating here. It's near that Walmart and Hardburger Park. Has anybody said that they've seen something similar? <laughs> so we've, we're debating back and forth between uh, Crow and Raven. Uh, and, Raven. Raven. and it says, wow. never more, never more. Yes, it doesn't go that flies. <laughs> yeah, I, I have not heard anything about that, but that kind of makes me want to. Uh, hop in the auto and drive down the road a mile and take yeah. a look. If we, if Go to that Walmart. Right around the that, park there? Yeah, right around Walmart. Huh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Tell me, tell me what you find. I'm going to go drive over there and see if I can find it. Cool. All right. Well, tell us what you get. Thanks, Kyle. Good hey, talking to you, man. You yep. Merry Thanks. Christmas to you. Bye-bye. Yep. All right. Adios. 210-308-8867. Trace is on the porch. What's and going on, Trace? There's a monarch over there, too, just oh, when we thought they were all gone south. So the citrus trees seem to be uh, the gift of the weekend. <laughs> weekend. We, weekend. We, we've got uh, so many people are giving lemons, limes, and oranges. Right. The trees as gifts. Yeah. yeah. 
That's what Mark was here for, wasn't he, getting them? Yeah, and some pinion pine. Oh, that's a good idea, too. And is it possible that... Well, I, well what was pinion pine for? Chimonea? Yep. Oh, sorry. I, I gave uh, the answer. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, the wood, not the tree. Yeah. And is it possible that this is an especially good time to uh, buy that citrus? It, it is. Why is that trace? Because we've got them on an in-store special for uh-huh. 20% off. Yeah. So regular forty four ninety nine, and uh, that's a great discount for a Christmas gift or for any gift, for even planting in your... I had a lady that bought three yesterday. Is that right? And I think she's keeping one. Well, good for her. So she bought herself a gift. I think so. That's okay. So what's the Christmas tree situation? Yeah, we're um, all wondering. Five or six? So or? there's a uh, 12. 12. Okay. So pretty good selection yep. stuff. Uh, any of those big ones left? Yeah, that's basically what's left. But oh we, my we are we, we have a chainsaw ready to go. <laughs> if somebody wants to uh, one of these big ones at uh, you know six feet, seven feet, even if they want a tabletop tree, if they if they pay the twenty five dollars, we will okay. cut it wherever they'd like us to. So it's still twenty five. And we talked about the other option was your you got your uh, neighborhood hall, your church hall, or your little auditorium. And uh, yeah, I just yeah. Yep. Yeah. we just sold a Hollywood juniper as a uh, living Christmas tree. Good, good. Hey, uh, oh, and you know what? We have wait, some, wait, wait. we have some breaking news. Breaking news. Something broke. Yes, the Christmas decorations are now at fifty percent off. Wow! Before Christmas, so you can actually buy these at a reduced price. Yeah, great price. And still use them to decorate this year. Yeah, so the, that's the metal art or anything that's... Uh, all of it. All of the stuff There's in the boutique. There's some cool chickens over there, metal chickens. Well, no, metal chi- <laughs> chickens aren't Christmas. They're not Christmas chickens. Oh, <laughs> they, what are they then? Uh, they're regular chickens. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard I mean, of partridge uh, in a pear tree? <laughs> no, that's Chicken exactly. in a pear tree. Well, no. Oh, so they're not on sale. If no, they, they're not. If we find a metal partridge in a pear tree, <laughs> it's probably a Christmas partridge. Cool. You want to... Uh, we're to take a break in a, in a minute or so you want to hang with us I'll and try. Uh, yeah and uh, I find that's cool about the citrus and uh, maybe you can uh, give us a kind of a scoop on other items here like the poinsettias and some other stuff and there's still some cyclamen and still a few yeah so uh, uh, we'll uh, get you caught up with all that in just a second also don't forget and go to millburgernursery.com millburgernursery.com to learn more about all the things and we'll talk a little bit about david uh coming up uh, in january uh we, we kind of forget that that's going to be here before we know it uh so uh, we want to make sure that you know about that presentation as well all right well uh 210-308-8867 is our number 210-308-8867 if you're calling from outside of san antonio it's 866 866- 308-8867. As mentioned earlier in some of the commercials, too, uh, Millburger says gift cards. So if there's somebody in your world that you want to get a gift for, uh, but you don't know what they want, or maybe this isn't the right season, have no fear. Uh, get them a gift card for Millburgers, and uh, you, they can come by and get exactly what they're looking for when it's in stock. Or maybe, like Calvin suggested, they want to. there's a project they want to do. Uh, well, the gift card can help them toward the project or maybe even complete the project. So come on out to Millburgers. Uh, they can mail it, but it's not going to get there in time for Christmas. Uh, but uh, just uh, know that Millburgers will get you the gift card, and then you can uh, give it to them, and they can spend it any way they like. All right, back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas, broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. And, uh, of course, you're listening to 930 a.m. This is The Answer. 
Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Wishing you a very Merry Christmas uh, in case we... uh in case you're not here when we close the show, so uh, we want to make sure your family has a wonderful holiday. Millburgers will be closed. Are you closed early on the on New Year's Eve? Yeah, we're closing at noon. Okay, and uh, we're closed Christmas Day, and hopefully they've already fixed the other issue. Uh, okay, we, we sent the emails off. Well, okay. We will be closed New Year's Day. Okay, so. Uh, open New Year's Eve for the full hours, but close New Year's Day. Okay. Okay. Um, the the that's okay. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. there's a technical difficulty that, that may <laughs> indicate they're open New Year's Day, but they we, are closed. We, we sent out all the pro- appropriate SOSs oh, okay. yesterday. Um, I guess they just uh, okay. haven't, haven't seen them yet. All right. So uh, yeah, you were talking about. We talked about some of the things on sale. The the living Christmas trees you mentioned. Yes. And I wanted to bring up kind of what was in stock because that's an opportunity for. Right now, but it's also an opportunity for after Christmas. You bet. Great great in the landscape, uh, especially the ones that we have left. So spiral junipers, Leland cypress, Hollywood junipers, uh, Cedar Deodora, uh, and that, all those pretty much perform well here. Arizona cypress. Arizona cypress, yeah. Some beauties right now. They are gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, Neil Spear wrote a few comments about living Christmas trees. He says, if you're buying a living Christmas tree this year, consider if it's a plant you would buy if Christmas were not involved. Is it a plant that is perfectly suited to your part of Texas? And ask the uh, nursery owner or manager those questions. So everything y'all are selling are adapted to uh, this area. Yeah, every, everything is, uh, even in the beginning, when we had the, the few pine trees, the, we had the ones that were adaptable. Oh, Ale- okay. Aleppo Good. and Italian stone. Yeah, I believe yeah. those are both gone, but uh, but the, those two uh, are the most adaptable of all the pine trees. And they can tell you how, uh, how tall and wide it will grow. And we got signs on most of it. And oh, a okay. Of, a lot of it has tags. There you go. All right, so that's an opportunity. Are those still on sale? I think. Yes. Okay, good. So 20% that's, uh, off. Yeah, so that's an opportunity for you uh, here at Mill Burgers. Uh, and then um, there's some. So a lot of people taking advantage of the poinsettia sale. Oh, yeah. yeah even, oh, yeah. yeah. The 50% so, off? 50% off. Yeah, so um, and a wide variety of sizes. Still the pretty cream-colored white, the uh, the red. You've got the uh, rosebud red. Is it rose? cactus or something what was it called rose christmas rose christmas rose okay sorry i couldn't remember i think you do i think there's a few of those yeah and, and i know at least yesterday there were some in the greenhouse too no there's none in the greenhouse oh okay so while supplies <laughs> last which may be <laughs> uh, hopefully uh noon on tuesday okay so yeah these these specials are obviously well 11 59 that's when we're gonna sell the last one okay is that right yes. wow okay now there's uh, this this time of the year. In fact, the article yesterday, in Express News, we talked about onions, and we talked about spinach. Yeah, uh, uh, spinach looks great over there, and then the onions. We've got a huge selection, eight different varieties over there. 
and uh, looks uh, they love this weather so yeah, uh, that's, easy to plant get them in the ground that's spinach over there is ready to eat <laughs> yes oh they all they, they can cut the cut the leaves off for Christmas and then plant what the stub and it'll regrow I probably would only cut a third of it. Uh, I'm with you, Calvin. There you go. Now, they, uh, I'm sure some of our listeners are harvesting uh, cauliflower and broccoli and uh, collards for sure and chard, yeah. kale. Yeah, this has been good weather for them. And you still can uh, you I saw still some, plant new ones. Too. I saw some Christmas oranges out on some trees, too. Oh, just... Trees that had oranges. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a. There's one in our neighborhood. It looks like it's grapefruit. It's full of grapefruit and stuff. And uh, is just, it orange or, or no? It's still yellow. yellow. It's yellow. Is that uh, when? When? When do they start oranging up? No, they, they should be orange now. Oh dear. Okay. It's it's a grapefruit. Okay. They stay yellow. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I've seen them too. It's kind of neat. They uh, they they poke over fences. So if you're driving down Blanco Road, you'll kind of look, and all of a sudden you'll see them just above the fence line. Big orange-looking Christmas balls on a tree. It's yeah, probably exactly. Orange tree. That's well, right. Yeah, one of our listeners, Frank, bought us or really some a, of the oranges for, from one of those trees. Too. I tell you what's pretty at this time of the year is Jap- Japanese persimmons. And man, with all the leaves off the trees and those orange persimmons on there, mm. if they haven't already eaten them. It's been a great year for possum holly, too. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. are spectacular. They kept all their berries, and the, they're just cool looking right now. And my pyracantha tree <laughs> that I drive by every day is uh, solid red. Oh, I was looking for ours and seeing if... No, they're, they're, they took ours down. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, the whole tree came down? <laughs> well... No, the, the pyracantha. Mother Nature, we did some, and Mother Nature... Oh, uh, okay. Finished yeah. the rest of it. Now the possum haw—that's another plant you could. Uh, there's some plants here in the uh, there's containers. Two, there's two specimens down there yeah. that are spectacular. That's I keep, I keep seeing them. That that goes. Uh, that's instant color. You know, you get those planted, and you've automatically got one, a plant full of berries until the birds find it. <laughs> I guess you, I guess they would. Uh, they would probably wait until the the next freeze to yeah, eat yeah. it off. They they haven't started on the pyracanthus. How do y'all sell pyracanthus? Uh, well, right now I've got them in five gallon pots, and oh, I've got they're one. vines, right? No. Yeah, they're they're viney. Yeah. Yeah, they they have they, they they can become freestanding once they're yeah, old enough. But they you know. they have freestanding uh, in the Fair Oak neighborhood. Oh. It's easy pyracanthus. It's easier to plant them when they're little, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and they grow fast, so. In the old days, and y'all probably remember this, uh, people would plant pyracantha along their wooden fence, and then when their fence fell down, they'd oh. still have yeah. pyracantha there as a fence. Absolutely. Yeah. Huh. Which they couldn't remove because of the thorns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why they did it, though, I guess. Good. Uh, there, there will be no thievery or jumping that, that no. for sure. <laughs> um, well, let's see, Trace. So while we got you up here, um, oh, two, someone's two more getting, citrus yeah, going someone on. else is getting citrus and some pretty uh, pansies. Is that what he's got, or has he got uh, petunias? Those are violas. Oh, violas. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they're. Oh, so well, what's it? okay? So one choice is cyclamen. I need a I need an indoor plant to uh, that's that's pretty uh, so, to like that. So I thought the 
Primrose, but Calvin says maybe not. I don't know the, how the Primrose I the, performs. I think the prettiest does. thing I've got right now that's that's Christmassy and, and still good year-round is uh, Anthuriums. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait. Now, that did we talk about yeah, those? Yeah, we did like those a month, month ago-ish. Okay. And, uh, so we've got Remind se- me. several sizes. They look like plastic. Like yeah, they look, they look artificial. Okay. He's got to use the right word. Okay, I'm going to... Uh, and, then, and then they have a, a bloom that looks kind of like a cobra head. Oh, yeah. Oh, You were the one right. that brought that's them right. up. That's, yeah, I remember now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those were pretty. Those are in the greenhouse. And they're still pretty. Okay. And those were... Um, I think they're still red, white, and maybe some pink in there. Okay. And uh, great Christmas gift, great floral for uh, for centerpieces uh, for for Christmas dinner. Or lunch or breakfast, depending on <laughs> yeah. what you serve. What time for you get up and okay, uh, you'll find those in the greenhouse. And do you remember? I think they're in the one-gallon containers. No, or? they're oh. bigger, um, and I can't remember the prices off the top of my head. Okay. But there is like three sizes of them. Okay, is Very there a cool. common name for those? Uh, yeah, anthurium. Oh, okay. So there's that. That's a nice. That's a nice option. Um, anything in the little guys uh, that would make a nice. Uh, Indoor besides kind of the cyclamen size? Well, I'd, I'd stick with the indoor plants. Okay. Mostly, and to be successful. I mean, the easiest plant would be uh, pothos ivy. But uh, there were some real nice orchids in there. Okay. Um, Phalaenopsis. Yeah, that would be nice. Some uh, African violets. Uh, yeah. So there are some things with color in there. I think there's some bromeliads in bloom. Ooh. Okay. So there's some definitely some color options. Very nice. All right, you want to talk a little bit about the new year? It's uh, coming up. It'll be here before in we know. Year. You want to wait till next weekend? To talk well, about we can talk about the the first event we're going to have. Yeah, it's David. It's going to be David on the uh, I believe it's the eleventh, and he's going to be doing a fruit tree seminar. So you can ask individual questions. He'll talk about all the different stuff, and then at the end, he he fields uh, specific questions. From people, yeah, David does a nice job when he comes out here uh, of both educating people with the the presentation, but also hanging around afterwards and answering questions. It doesn't necessarily have to be on the topic because uh, he says sometimes he'll get questions that aren't a- after on, the fact. You'll get them, yeah, yeah, after the fact. Uh, but it it can be, uh, uh, but he'll stay. Uh, I don't think there's ever been a time that he's left no, earlier. He, and, he stays until, there, until yeah, all every the question is answered. Done. Uh, so that's coming up on December 11th. What's it from uh, like 10:30 to noon? Yeah, not again. Sounds right. Okay. Not December 11th. January. I'm sorry. What did I say? Jan- January. January 11th. January 11th. Yeah. So Saturday the 11th, which will be here very quickly. Uh, but yeah. So uh, check out MillburgerNursery.com to find out more details on that. And do we have a children's? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, not in January. Oh, not either. in January. Okay. Uh, but that's that's we're, we're working on that herb one that we did a couple of years ago to see if we can't redo that. One. Ooh, that would be good. And let's see, what else is going on? Uh, fruit trees and stuff, well, there are some already available, uh, but more will be coming in. More are coming. Okay, now's the time to get them, too, if you want to save. Yes. Because they're on sale. Um, anything? Yeah, that butterfly. Oh, yeah, he wasn't here yesterday. Is that the same one? Yeah. Well, well That's pretty. Know. I am anticipating the, uh, the uh, rodeo tomato. As you can see, I've got one of the employees bringing all the tomato cages back out. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and this is... Uh, Tomato 2020? Yeah. Rodeo Tomato 2020. Uh-huh. He's not going to tell us. <laughs> but, yeah, you know we're going to have it. It's okay. I already know. 
Oh, do you? Oh, okay. What? <laughs> I got to place bookings. I mean, oh, okay. Oh, cool. We won't. We won't ruin it for people. We'll make it a simple. <laughs> we'll, we'll introduce it on the air. When? when well, when I'll, they, I'll pretend I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. When do they start coming in? Is that February? February. Yeah. Okay. First of February. First it'd be, it'd be of nice February. if we had the name in time for me to do an article on it. I always hate it when I have to leave that name <laughs> blank. You know, the new the new uh, rodeo tomato. There Sorry, I don't know the name yet. Well, I'm, I'll work up a little write up for <laughs> you, Kevin. Great, but I'll have a little I'll, a little write up. Yeah, I'll have to give it to him so he don't put it in in January, first of January. Yes, it's got to be timely. Yeah, yeah it's got to be timely. In fact, it uh, it ought to be the first week of the the rodeo. Yeah. Uh, 210-308-8867. By the way, it's a good time while we got Trace up here. If you've got a question for Trace, call 210-308-8867. So that's David's presentation. We talked about that. Also, um, I can't get a straight answer from folks, and I don't know the answer. <laughs> I guess it depends on the, the individual. You must but, be asking Jerry. Yes, hey. <laughs> that's exactly right. No, when people take down their Christmas trees, so... Uh, but if you're if you take down your Christmas tree before we talk um, next uh, Saturday and Sunday, be sure to to bring it back here to Millburgers. Even if you didn't get it here, just uh, because they'll recycle it, and uh, also as a thank you, give you a twenty percent off coupon to be used yes. uh, through the probably through the end of uh, February. Um, and they appreciate you leaving the lights on. So no. They, the, they give you a discount. Com- complete, no, no, no. Completely undecorated. <laughs> you will make Trace very crazy. Yeah, I do. Crazier. Crazier, yes. He says that. When it goes through the shredder, those lights don't do, don't do well, do they? No, no. I, I think they, that's they a new. They don't hold up for next year. That's uh, <laughs> I think that's a new monarch because she has a full wings, the one we saw yesterday. Yeah. Oh, wow. Last week had some. Disrepair there. You need to bring your camera so we no. Don't bring your camera because you'll end up talking to them. She's faded. She's faded a bit, but. Uh, and uh, <laughs> you got to watch telling women that. So, you know, never mind. Bad joke. Okay. Bad joke. <laughs> okay. So let's see. So yeah, you can uh, bring your. Please do not decor. Uh, please take the decorations <laughs> off. Take the stand off. And uh, and return it to Millburgers, and they'll recycle it and give you a thank you uh, as a little gift to use for your next time up until the end of February. So, and there's a lot of good things to purchase up till yeah. February. Oh, you bet. Yeah. So, uh, all you right, can even use it to purchase the rodeo tomato. That's true. Uh, yeah, if it's that's true, then so you'd be asking when they come here, they should ask for what the yeah. twenty the, the rodeo, twenty twenty rodeo, rodeo tomato. tomato. But we do know it has a name. It has a name. This Can year. you confirm that? Uh, no, because I've I've been. Oh, are you ordering uh, off a uh, number? Sworn to I've been told to forget. Uh. Oh, okay. Just <laughs> order this. And at my age, that's not hard to do. <laughs> so after you send the uh, information, you have to burn the facts and the burn. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, burn after reading. Okay. Cool. Well, thanks, Trace. Anything else we uh, need to mention? Uh, no, I think that pretty much covered everything. All right. Very cool. We still got some big Christmas trees. Yep, twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars, great deal. So if you've uh, and now the, you, you've left the original tags on them, right? Uh, most of them, yeah. Yeah, uh, there was a few that we we dropped in price earlier, but it, it, that's irrelevant. However, however tall they are, however much they used to be, 
They are only $25. Jerry wants people. I Jerry's, want to leave Jerry's, the tag on some, there. Some Jerry's doing the mini pearl. It's only $2 a foot. Is there? In some of the cases over there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry wants that mini pearl effect where there they see the go. tag on the tree at his <laughs> house and go, my goodness, you paid a lot. Or can you make a tag? To put yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you, Trace. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Your home is important. That's why GEICO helps make it easy to save on homeowner's insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you curl up on the couch in a fetal position and cry at cheesy movies, even though you've seen them a thousand times and have all the lines memorized. You and and me, and also also you with me, and you and and I. The GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the tear-filled comfort zone you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevard Road. All right, I've got an idea for you. If your Christmas list includes a gardener that's hard to shop for or even that's easy to shop for, I've got a gift idea for you. That's a gift card to Millburgers Nursery at 1604 and Boulevard Road. And here's why I like the idea of the gift card so much. Because there's lots of things that they can choose from. Maybe they've got a plan that they're trying to build. Maybe they're trying to do a butterfly garden. Well, you don't know what they want to get, so get them a gift card and let them choose what they want. Another great thing is that there's lots of things that are in stock at different parts of the season. With a Millburgers gift card, they get to come in when they want and get what they want. So go over to Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road and get that hard-to-shop-for gardener a gift card from Millburgers. You'll find lots of stuff to choose from, too, at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road, your place to get that gardener in your life a great Christmas gift. Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Thank you very much, Barry. They were doing so well. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. want to tell you real quick about the folks over at FreeHDTVTexas.com, uh, located right here in San Antonio. And uh, the uh, the company does a great job. And what they do to help people is uh, you have access to uh, 50 or more free television stations on high high definition
high-definition television, a great signal, beautiful picture, great sound, and they're absolutely free. Now, uh, a lot of times folks uh, have tried to do it themselves and haven't had much success. Well, listen, uh, the folks over at Free HDTV have developed a proprietary system. Uh, they've studied it, worked it. In fact, it, what it, the coolest thing is they've told me that, that uh, what they've done is there are people that haven't had much luck with it in the past, and um, they've been able to, with their system, get them this. So this the coolest thing is that the people like about it is it's free. You're entitled to it. It's free HDTV and over 50 channels and the channels that you like uh, uh, here in San Antonio, plus more, the local channels. Uh, and uh, absolutely, as he says, monthly free for one monthly free so if your goal next year is to be uh, uh, more frugal uh, better spending your money or you're just uh, frustrated by that high bill that you get uh, with cable television uh, free HDTV free HDTV Texas uh, may be a solution to that and I'll tell you when they come to the house or also about how you can get some of the streaming channels too so you can get your favorite movies uh, you might be really surprised at how much the savings is going to be when it's all said and done uh, and you'll be surprised too what he says is that uh, because it's not processed uh, oftentimes the sound and the picture is better than you're getting off cable so give them a call and learn more uh, 210-660-HDTV. It's free HDTV Texas. So I understand you're probably going to be busy this weekend but uh, this week. But after the uh, holidays, if this sounds like something that's appealing to you, give them a call. Uh, tell them you heard about us. Uh, heard him talk about. Heard us talking about them on the uh, the radio. Uh, we'll appreciate that. But free HDTV Texas. 210-660-HDTV. It's really exciting. I think you'll like uh, the information you get. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Is the antenna on the roof? I think so, yeah. So he said he's got to go up on the roof, and that's one of his things. Okay. If you look at the website, it's like the placement's important, and you don't want to <laughs> you want to hire somebody to go up on your roof because, number one, he's careful. Number two, uh, people tend to sometimes have accidents. Really? On roofs, yes. So don't. don't. I don't, because I don't go on the roof. <laughs> You're a very smart man. That's. I've, I've got a problem going on with my satsumas. Oh, no. Uh, they're, they're all close to the top of the tree, and the only way to pick them is off the roof. You know, I bet you if you shared them. <laughs> and you called Steve over at Free HDTV. He could not only set yeah, you up, but he could pick some of the satsumas. Yeah, as long as you're up there, why don't you pick yeah, those, just a few yeah, the... that fruit for me? Yeah, that's. A, I thought Jeremy was going to help you. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Okay, never mind. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Yeah, now, Neil Spare got a question from somebody that we've gotten quite a bit. Is there any way to render an oak tree acornless? Yeah. How, how, would, how would the oak tree reproduce if it was acornless? Well, maybe it won't. There's not a lot of trees around that are that don't produce seed. But you always talk about that. You say, and the good thing is that it's sterile, so it's yeah. not going to produce seed. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's with uh, lantana oh, okay. and stuff like that. 
By the way, sidebar. Well, no, the, mesquite and mesquite. Yeah, yeah. The purple lantana around town. Aren't they something? Oh, they're gorgeous. <laughs> but did they did they not get hit? Uh, no. Oh. All the I uh, think a lot of the uh, natives and uh, all the go- new gold got hit. Yeah, frozen. Yeah, uh, that that purple thing. When we promoted that, put it on the market. We we didn't know about this winter bloom, and uh, it's also had a little bit of shade tolerance. I mean, yeah, yeah, can yeah. put up with the it blooms in the um, shade. Yeah. It actually seems to be a better cool weather bloomer it is. than a, than it a is. hot weather bloomer. It's, it's showier. The other lantana is uh, it's kind yeah. of hot weather. It's yeah. almost parallel to the uh, Salvia grigii in terms of yeah blooming and the hmm. Salvia grigii is doing a pretty good job of blooming out there right now in this kind of weather. All right, so that was just sidebar. I apologize. Good anyway, uh, <laughs> that's a that's a good one because I I've been noticing those around town too, uh, but uh, unfortunately, as, as Neil says, unfortunately, no. Okay. There's no way to keep a tree from having acres. Some people <laughs> complain about their tree not having acres, especially if they got a bur oak. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one that has a great big acre, yeah, and uh, they complain until it starts having big acres falling in the yard. Well, and if you got if you, you grow uh, oak trees, part part of the reason you grow oak trees is uh, because of the wildlife feed, right? Too. Right. All the birds and squirrels and every it's, it's the mainstay of uh, our urban wildlife population. Yeah, it fattens them up. <laughs> right, Calvin. It uh, keeps keeps them in good shape. Uh, there you go. Now I have found that I don't know if I let them go too long or uh, uh, steering them. No, no, no. The the, <laughs> the acorns. I thought, okay, I'm just going to get up like you would with leaves. Yeah. You just mow the acorns up. Oh no. The acorns don't <laughs> don't take to that. I had to rake the acorns up. Sometimes they fire out of the lawnmower if you don't have a. Yeah, the pecans protect- used to do that. No, yeah. the acorns I didn't have fire out, but the pecans. Oh man, when I used to mow the lawn <laughs> and I'd hit a pecan, you just <laughs> hit the house or something else. Yeah, that, that the ballistic pecan was. Uh, there you go. Anyway. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Sorry, yeah, but it was a kind of a a a little bit of a a a good feeling to uh, uh, rake up all the, uh, acorns. the acorns. Yeah, you felt like you were accomplishing something. Did you just leave them piled out there so the deer and the squirrels could get them? Um, I figured the squirrels could take care of themselves. I think <laughs> I, I put them in our organic bin and oh, okay, gave them to the city. Okay. Uh, Calvin got some uh, <laughs> talks about uh, uh, in his this week in the garden in the newspaper yesterday says if you have shallow soil or shade your lawn is probably he used the word infested Milton yeah infested with winter weeds I don't look at it as infested. Uh, it's a decision you have to make. If it's uh, can be a, a winter, it can be a winter weed, or it can be the part of the sustainable lawn. There you go. Such as rescue grass and horse herb. Both weeds are hard to control, but they respond well to mowing. 
Keep them mowed and declare it your sustainable winter lawn. That's good, uh, good Gosh, advice. That's look good. I, it was, uh, part of that is the, uh, the yards, uh, there were no weeds uh, this fall when the yeah. cool weather started because yeah. everything had dried out. And so the, the rescue grass and the other the horse herb came up kind of really nice and even. Green and it was like three or four days after the the rain started. It's, it's been so, so dry, uh, Calvin. Do you recommend uh, watering your uh, sustainable uh, not yard not, winter lawn? Uh, doesn't seem to be necessary. Well, of course we don't because Mark is in his uh, oh saws column. Says so turn uh, turn off the water. Turn off the water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's see. Uh, well, I mentioned yesterday mm-hmm. how disappointed I was in Calvin mentioning several bird species, including wrens, titmice, chickadees, purple martins, and woodpeckers, will nest in birdhouses if they are available. And he didn't mention sparrows. I, must I, have. I wanted to mention our bird from uh, our guy from. Uh, Wildlife on Wild Birds Unlimited. Unlimited. What is the best sparrow feed? You know, I don't think I've ever seen a sparrow on my feeder. Do you get sparrows on your feeder? English English sparrows? Yeah. Massive numbers. Do you really on your feeders? And you feed sunflower seed? I feed all of them. I just have a different feeder for every seed because oh, I, okay. I don't want them I let the birds pick the seed oh, that they like. that's nice. Because then they won't throw, knock all the rest of it yeah. off. So sunflower, then there's a mixed seed. I put it on a platform uh, low, low to the ground so that the ground feeding birds and the doves can get some. Yeah. Safflower seed and then uh, thistle in the for the uh, lesser goldfinches. I bet the sparrows eat that millet, won't they? Oh, gosh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that's what they like best. Yeah, well, they like it. I think sunflower seed still is the top for all for all uh, for sparrows, even the sparrows. Okay, um, and then, but yeah, they they like the millet for sure. I didn't want to ask him that, Bill. Crap. No, I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm not sure that everyone has that same love that you he said. He said grackle. He mentioned grackle. He too. did. They, people were having problems with I, grackles. I don't have grackles on my feeder. Uh, we, I, I, now, like I said, the the squirrels will knock the seed out. Yeah, I think we had grackles below the feeder. Yeah, we had grackles, but I. But they're yeah, not. I, the, I get them that come through, but they're, you know, if you did a twelve-hour survey, they'd be there for a half an hour. You know, and yeah, that's, uh, that's all. They just come through and they're off. Okay. Other, other business. Okay. Seems, seems like it. But. Uh, I'll get doves, white-winged doves, below the yeah. feeder. You know, I don't, but I don't get grackles. I get Inca doves. They're one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the morning doves have disappeared, though, since the white wings right. have come to be dominant. Hmm. There, I mean, there must be places where morning doves are as thick as they used to be. But That's Mexico. Yeah, certainly not that, in my yard. Mexico. They uh they hunt them down in Mexico because they migrate, of course. And uh, they have, uh, I talked to a guy that went down to Mexico to shoot dove. 
And uh, he killed 500 in one oh, day. Oh, my God. Wow. In one day. Hmm. So they, they must have been pretty thick down yeah, there. Yeah, either that or he used a cannon. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he didn't use a cannon, but uh, they're that thick down in Mexico. I guess that's where they're going. You know, we talk about when the fronts come through, moves the doves south. No, I bet that's where they're going. Well, we don't think of, we don't think of them as migrants, but they, I guess, the population's going to yeah. shift. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't think this was a good dove year for uh, for South Texas. Even oh, the, really, yeah. Even the white wings don't seem to be as thick. In yeah, my neighborhood I, is. I, I, I haven't noticed as many white wings. I don't. I don't know if I will be able to get enough for Christmas, man. <laughs> you got to better hurry. Uh, <laughs> I've I've got one of Calvin's uh, traps that he puts out that uh, weighted uh, bird feeder, absolute bird feeder, the absolute bird feeder that catches the doves when they get in there. <laughs> hey, we have a phone call on the line two and oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven. Kathy's on the line. Kathy, Merry Christmas and welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm good, gentlemen. How are you? Good, good. What's going on? Well, a couple of questions. First of all, I'd like to know, um, are y'all going to be open Tuesday, and if so, till what time? Tuesday's New Year's Eve. They're going to be open until um, noon. Noon. Noon, yeah. Okay, till noon. Okay. And the other thing is I'm looking for a mature lemongrass, and this time of year the only good ones are in the greenhouses. I have two, but I use them every day for iced tea. Yeah, they, uh, oh, they, wow. they're they cold-sensitive. Yes, sir, and they need a lot of sun. And you can't manufacture that. Yeah. I, so don't, I, I, don't, I was wondering I, if y'all happen to have one maybe in a, in a greenhouse situation. I have no but idea. I'm, I'm trying to. Uh, yeah. I see two of the staff there that would know. Roger. And the other thing I was looking yeah, for was a uh, mature peppermint. A, pe- a peppermint plant? Yes, that, sir. I use that for breathing. regular mint. Yeah, that's that's a good one. She's asking about lemongrass. Have you got any in the nursery? So, greenhouse? Uh, no. I had, uh, no. When does it normally come in? What? Oh, yeah. early, early to mid-spring is when they said that comes. Uh, they so they won't freeze. Right. And same oh, with peppermint? Uh, the when other one was pe- a peppermint, yes. Yeah, when does peppermint generally come? No, the pe- well, peppermint the- just like regular mint. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's growing up. Star. It, it's a little cold sensitive, but it, yeah. Oh, if okay. you got it in a protected space, I don't know if they've got any of that or not. Yeah. I, I know uh, uh, a grower that I know keeps them in the greenhouse. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's the thing. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I it's thought I'd check because mine are yeah. outside and they're not doing too well after. Bring them in and out, in and out. You know, we've had such yeah. cold. Yeah. But uh, How do you I thought use... I would check with you guys. Yeah, the the best thing is to call directly to the nursery, and I, I can give you that uh, number if you like. Oh sure. What it, is it? it? It's two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. Yeah, and just and just ask the uh, they'll. 
they'll know immediately or they'll find somebody to, to come on over and answer the question. Yeah, uh, ask them okay. specifically for spearmint. Yeah, uh, no, because there's many different, I mean peppermint, because yeah. there are different kinds of, of mints. How do you right, use the lemongrass uh, for your tea? That's interesting. Um, I use three good, you know, branches every day, and I boil it, bring it to a boil with a lid on the pot, and then take it off the fire and add two tea bags and let it huh. steep like regular iced tea, and it actually helps with uh, inflammation. Really? I mean, That's interesting. You, yes, sir. When we, when we get out of lemongrass, our joints yeah. are more tender. Yeah. We're Very interesting. And it just tastes like, does it sweeten it at all, or it just gives it a lemon flavor? Oh, I, well, I mean, I put sugar in my tea, but it does have a okay. great lemon flavor. You don't have to use sliced lemons with it. Okay. Very cool. All right. Well, I enjoy your show, you guys. We listen to you Thank on you, weekends. Kathy. You have a Merry Bye. Christmas, okay? Talk to you later. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. There's a couple folks walking around, too. We'll, we'll ask them in a minute uh, as we take a break. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. All right, I've got an idea for you. If your Christmas list includes a gardener that's hard to shop for or even that's easy to shop for, I've got a gift idea for you. That's a gift card to Millburgers Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. And here's why I like the idea of the gift card so much. Because there's lots of things that they can choose from. Maybe they've got a plan that they're trying to build. Maybe they're trying to do a butterfly garden. Well, you don't know what they want to get, so get them a gift card and let them choose what they want. Another great thing is that there's lots of things that are in stock at different parts of the season. With a Millburgers gift card, they get to come in when they want and get what they want. So go over to Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road and get that hard to shop for a gardener a gift card from Millburgers. You'll find lots of stuff to choose from too at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Your place to get that gardener in your life a great Christmas gift. Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And welcome back to Milburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. It's warming up here at Millburgers. In fact, what I'll do uh, is I will get you the weather uh, real quick here. Uh, go to uh, weather.gov and tell you what San Antonio is going to look like. Today, I think the high was uh, in the lower 60s. It wasn't quite, um, I don't think yesterday quite reached the high, which was supposed to be 65. But uh, let's see what today shows. Uh, if uh, the sun is nice and uh, nice up at 60 now, and uh, let's see, high near 65 today. Okay, I'm wrong. Um, low around 36 tomorrow, high near 69, low around 37. Wow, big, big jumps. 69 for the high on Tuesday, uh, 44 for the low Tuesday night, and then Christmas. 
a high near 72, mostly sunny, winds uh, 5 to 10 miles an hour. So it sounds very, very nice for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, Christmas night, partly cloudy with a low around 52. And then, oh, wow, the uh, rain chance, according to weather.gov, has gone up. Uh, 40%. It's 50%. Whoa. Thursday night, 30% chance of showers. Uh, And then Friday, 50% chance of showers with a high near 70. Friday night, 50% chance of showers. And Saturday, 50% chance of showers with sunny and a high near 69 on Saturday. We'll be here. Yeah, so maybe we'll be enjoying some rain. (laughs) That's that's bad on the equipment, Milton. But it's not. We're under the porch. But the the low is not uh, as low on that. Rainy day. On the rainy day, the low is 54. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not cold and rainy. No. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Lloyd is on the line. Hey there, Lloyd. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, and Merry Christmas. What's going on? Merry Christmas. Hey, uh, your rodeo tomato sale there at Stockco. Uh, do you have any tomato like in one-gallon containers at that time, or... Are they just six-pack or four-inch? No, the, I think uh, Trace orders them uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of pe- people don't like the peat pot, so they're grown in four and a half inch containers. And then okay. the, then a, then a gallon come. The gallon comes, comes later. later. Yeah. Okay, but you they, won't have they, them at the rodeo. You won't oh, have no. the gallons. At I don't th- No, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Because uh, right. they they all they all grown obviously at the same time. So when yeah. when they they grow okay. them in containers first, and then they put them in uh, a gallon container. Okay. Right. I didn't know. I was thinking maybe last year I saw some larger than four inch, but I don't I think guess. so. I'm trying to remember. It, it may be. But they've already got them seeded, so. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, all thanks right. for coming. Thanks, Lloyd. Right. Bye-bye. Okay. Did you have good luck with last year's? Oh, we, we uh, Okay. Uh, I want to tell everybody before we run out of time that on plantanswers.com, uh, under topics of the month, we've got the, uh, we've talked about the uh, uh write-ups on the, the Texas State flag out of Blue Bonnet. And we've got a video of the Texas State flag with Blue Bonnet. And then we've got uh, on topics of the month, proper watering and care of poinsettia plant. Uh, I hope everybody's probably doing that by now anyway. And next Saturday... My daughter's doing a good job. Next Saturday that... Uh There'll be an article in the Express News, too. About what? Uh, watering the... Poinsettia? The holiday plants. Oh, okay, good. Poinsettia and all the other ones we've talked about. And then I put, on the, uh, Christmas is Wednesday, so mm-hmm. you'd be a lot of cooking. Mm, yeah, the recipes. And, and I've got our Christmas recipes, all all the recipes on plantanswers.com. Did you put Billy's World Famous... And, uh, and, Billy, Billy's world famous Billy uh, McKenzie's pecan fudge pie recipe is uh it it's, uh, stands alone. It, oh. it has a 
in the topics of the month section. So all you have to do is click on that. And then for pecan recipes, you can get them either out of the Christmas recipes section or the uh, pecan uh, recipes and Jerry, storage. Jerry, remind people that uh, haven't used a lot of pecans yet where they can find them. I guess they can find them at H-E-B, but what, what about they want to go to? Yeah, the local places uh, are uh, Papes, P-A-P-E-S, uh, uh, Papes, Pecan, Saturday and Seguin. Okay. And then uh, they used to call it Bragg, B-R-A-G-G, uh, Pecan, uh, in Hondo. So uh, that that's for locally grown pecans, too. And there's some choice the choices there and terms of uh, size and oh yeah condition they have them shelled yeah so it's really an interesting visit i haven't been there in a while maybe it's changed but <laughs> no it's the same yeah so and it's kind of a fun uh, day trip there and you you know if you're gonna you can get some for your uh, christmas celebration too yeah i think billy talked about going over yeah oh, every year right. yeah every year right. uh also yeah uh, <laughs> The uh, Neil got carried away on mistletoe again. He's the, he he wants to get rid of the mistletoe. I want to keep the mistletoe. The birds want you to keep the it. The birds want to keep it. Uh, he says prune mistletoe from tree branches if you'd like to use it for last minute decorating. However, the berries start dropping fairly quickly and they're very sticky. I don't know if I've ever handled a, a, a mistletoe berry. Have you, you know, I, I don't think so, but I, <laughs> I've got lots of mistletoe on all those mesquites, and, of course, it's on other trees, too, yeah. but I've never, I never even noticed it until Neil writes about <laughs> it. Yeah. If you don't need it for decorating, you can wait to prune it until, until after Christmas. But birds will soon be feeding on the berries, Spreading it all over the neighborhood. Oh. It's a lost cause, Neil. <laughs> but anyway, uh, one thing, he, he, in his weekly newsletter, uh, he, he made a statement that I always talk about when I say, why, why, why prune mistletoe out? It's an evergreen, and it doesn't kill the trees. And... Uh, Neil makes a, makes a statement. Uh, somebody asked a question: Does mistletoe ever kill a tree? And uh, he says rarely. Yeah, generally they say it co- potentially causes some stress. Yeah. However, it certainly weakens trees enough that their life expectancy may end up being shortened. Yeah, mesquite. Well, what uh, the hell? 300, let's see, 300 years. <laughs> instead, it'll be 292 yeah, years. Yeah, right. Cedar elms and hackberries may appear to be almost evergreen trees. That's good. That's a good thing. <laughs> they ha- have enough mistletoe in their branches that you can hardly tell when they've dropped all their leaves in the fall. Huh. That's a good thing. Uh, do, do you notice do you, your hackberries have a lot? Uh-huh. I'll have to look at mine much closer. I don't. <laughs> I notice it in the mesquite. Yeah. Everywhere, all the mesquites are loaded with it, but I, but, I don't uh, think of it in cedar elms or even hackberries. 
uh, and then, uh, then Neil always says, finally you'll hear reports of mistletoe being poisonous. I always thought it, every piece of it was poisonous. Yeah. But those are basically unfounded. Hmm. Now that I don't know. I would hesitate. Yeah, that's one of those that I <laughs> I think you got to be a little cautious with. Yeah. Nonetheless, you should teach the kids and grandkids not to be eating wild plants or their fruit unless they're put on the table before them. I say, remember my Christmas lesson on teaching children not to eat poinsettias. No, let's not no. go back to your or, lesson. Or mistletoe or anything else that you don't want them to eat. You can't spank them. Well, now, the mistletoe is a little more serious than the... Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think so, too. Well, yeah. it's concent- a little bit concentrated, and it's also a little more um, uh, attractive in terms of, you know, that's yeah. Uh, yeah. sticky little berries. They're a lot like some <laughs> candy. They're a lot like some fruit that we yeah. have. Uh, poinsettia leaves are not uh, as close to things we eat. <laughs> Uh, birds normally perch on finger-sized tree branches that they can wrap their feet around. Did you know that, Calvin? If you use a long-handled pole pruner to remove the mistletoe and the small t- twig entirely, you can keep ahead of your problems to get rid of the mistletoe. And well, let it continue to grow for a few years, and the branch will grow larger and larger. After a few years, you'll have a basketball-sized clump growing atop a limb the size of your leg. (laughs) And trimming to remove the invader by pruning will be a lost opportunity. Wow. So, And uh, there's no way to spray it and make it. Fall out of He's there. pretty fanatical on that. I didn't realize that he was uh, oh, yeah. fanatical on that topic. <laughs> Once mistletoe becomes widespread, it's difficult to turn it around. I was looking for ways to get it to spread in some of my leafless trees in the winter. Yeah, I'll, tra- I'll, t- I'll ch- trade it for cat's claw. It does um, pound it does. for pound. I got lots of cat's claws. It doesn't. It doesn't get arthrosis. There's no. There's no fungus disease that gets on it. It's pest free. Nothing eats it. Well, the birds eat it. Well, the berries. Yeah. They don't eat the fruit as of the plant. As far as I know, they don't. Yeah. Then deer won't eat it. I don't know. It's deer proof, Milton. <laughs> What can you find wrong with mistletoe? We need maybe in 2020 we're going to get you your own segment. Uh, yeah. Jerry's weird gardening. Yeah, Jerry's pests and uh, sparrows. Gotta love them. I'm Dr. Jerry Parsons. Roaches, friend or foe? Yeah, the elite insect. Yeah, that's right. Um, Okay. Hey, uh, we still got a few a minute left if you are so if you want to call in real quick in uh, 210-308-8867. I got a note from uh Greg Grant who got a note from somebody he uh he says I have a former student managing a hazelnut orchard in Oregon. Hmm. And he's going to collect a lot of graphwood. I generally store dormant 
wood and Ziploc bag uh, with a moist paper towel wrapped around the base. Any tips for commercial larger quality quality uh, storage? Any tip? Any need to dip the dip in wax or anything? Uh, and thanks thanks for the insight to share. And so he got, he got a lot of uh, for Dr. Larry Stein and uh, Monty Nesbitt out of College Station at the horticulturist over there. And he got a lot of feedback on that. Uh, but basically they were trying to tell him, don't, don't try to grow hazelnuts in, in Texas because they're, they're affected by mold growth. They get moldy because I guess we have too much rain. And uh, he, humidity Compared to Oregon? Yeah. Humidity levels and temperature. So um, that uh, he he was looking for ways to uh, uh, help his friend store pecan wood. I mean uh, hazel hazelnut wood. I ha- I had a friend that uh, in Nebraska that uh, gave me some hazelnut wood one time, and uh, we tried to grow it down here, and it huh. never would produce. So. Uh, and and think in your mind how many hazelnut trees you've seen in in Texas. Hey, we're going to begin. That would to, be none. Yeah, we're going to be able to uh, wrap it up now. We've got about a minute left. Before we go anywhere, want to make sure on behalf of ourselves, on behalf of Millburgers, we want to wish you and your family a safe and happy uh, Christmas. Hope you have a wonderful time with family and friends. Um, and uh, we were going to see you after Christmas, so we'll hear all your stories about what you got and if you got some good stuff or maybe we'll help you figure out how to keep that poinsettia going so uh and maybe even calvin's lettuce will have sprouted by then maybe so i think he's got some (laughs) so we'll say goodbye for today remember millburgers is closed at noon on christmas eve that's tuesday and then closed all day on christmas day so on behalf of everybody thanks to barry for doing a great job thanks to you for listening have a wonderful holiday and we'll see you uh, next saturday on millburgers landscape nursery 1604 on boulevardy road three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost and covers the facts behind this scandal flynn told the truth he was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com